Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of MGR Unplugged. Today, I'm very, very excited. I have uh, Bjorn Benson with me. And um, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, it was about a year ago when I first interviewed him. Back then, it was just an audio podcast, and you guys couldn't see all the, his art and all his paintings and everything that he does, or even himself. But uh, I'm so happy that he's back with us today. And uh, he also, you know, because we're recording this now and it'll be not just on the podcast channels as usual, but it'll also be on YouTube. We're going to actually display some of his artwork and some of the work that he's been doing lately. I frankly need to catch up with him a lot because I used to see him almost every day and it's been now almost uh, six months, basically since the COVID. I haven't seen him. We've been kind of texting each other, but I haven't been able to be with him uh, and see what he's doing. So I'm really, really excited, and I hope you guys enjoy this too. We'll be right back. None of you people can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart. I do this for my town. I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. All right, welcome back. Bjorn, how are you, buddy? I am doing beautiful. How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's so happy. I'm so happy to have you back. Um, you know, I, 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 you don't realize how spoiled you are when you're used to seeing your friends on a daily basis, you know, just uh, relax, you know, work, and then go after hours. We used to hang out at the coffee shop and, you know, just have a little chat here and there. And all of a sudden, that thing just stopped, like, abruptly. Yeah. Like, we lost track of each other for a while, and we didn't know what was going on. And uh, and then we thought it was going to be like, oh, this is just two, three weeks and all that stuff. And then before we know it, it's been like six fucking months, and uh, we're still kind of... Uh, I did not realize it's been yeah. six months. I, I, know. I know, I know. It's just like this year, it's, it's almost September next week, I think. And uh, this year has been like a, a blur. I mean, it's wow. just been so fast. And I remember specifically the last time I saw you, we were at the coffee shop that we used to hang out at. And, and, and you used to work there too. And, uh, and I remember because your artwork was all over the walls. Yes. And, and we worked together on that. And, uh, yeah. and you know, seeing every day and then all of a sudden it's like, well, they, they closed the shop. They, they, we started with this confinement. We don't know what's going on. And this is like the end of February, beginning of March. And now it's like, August it's like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> those paintings did look beautiful up in there so so let's go let's go back at least at least six months so so what have you been doing all this time painting primarily yeah so so at work you were you were working obviously there and then uh, what happened with the uh, with the coffee shop and all that stuff where you were well working to pay bills and all that I was working there and they closed for a little while and then when it came time to get back working i decided i didn't want to okay did you ever work when they were um like opening for just curbside no, serving and all that i did not okay so you already have stopped yeah by the and time I, that happened at that point i i remember i was i like had to drive there and have a little meeting and on the road i was like i was feeling very uncertain um but i had this very deep peace that kind of settled over me mm-hmm. and it was the intention of just pouring every ounce of myself into making art and making it beautiful and making it full of love. Mm-hmm. And once I like once COVID began and there was that like deep sense of isolation, like everybody stay like where you are, don't go out, don't do anything. It was like for me, this whole world opened up and I had to pour as much love as possible as I could into it. Um, because isolation is a very scary thing. Um, it is very, it can be very negatively impactful just to the soul and the spirit, but it can bring out a lot of life too. And for me, Mm -hmm. I've been painting, I've been writing, I've been drawing, and now I'm finding ways to share that even in this time, um, like this, doing the podcast now, sharing on Instagram, um, the website. I want to get the work out there to everybody so that they can feel the love in, especially in this time of isolation. And it's like a history thing too. Like it marks like these paintings are like blossoms and blooms from this time of isolation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's something very beautiful about just that. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. It's, uh, I'm actually, 
It's good that you say that because there's been a lot of negativity and uh, obviously it hasn't been a good time for a lot of people in, in the confinement, isolation and um, all this kind of new lifestyle that we have that nobody likes. But at the same time, I think it's, it's allowed some people to kind of uh, take a step back and, and reacquaint themselves with life, basically, and, and, and discover things that, or, or do things that they never had time to do and have better relationships and get to know themselves a little better. You know, I mean, there's, I think there's a positive side to everything. There is. And, uh, and I noticed that myself too. I mean, I, I was just so caught up in the day-to-day work and every day just kind of churning, churning, you know, work and marketing and this and that in the agency. And then we also, like everybody else, had a big um, fall off in, in the volume of business because everybody was kind of in limbo. They didn't know exactly what to do. I know the marketing side, a lot of the clients actually fell off and all that stuff. But you know, I actually realized well, this is good because I was always looking for a, a break to be able to do things that I wanted to do for myself or for personal development for other things and I, I never had the time because I was always pulling different directions and, uh, and and now with more perspective as bad as this is and it still is bad on the personal side I think it has allowed me to to do things that otherwise I probably wouldn't have been able to do you know that I, I would have never found the time to to get to uh, recent books or think about some things or you know things like that you know like more on the personal level so um, yeah. I'm glad you said that I think and I, and I also think that you and I were talking about this before now that you say that because we were talking about art and creativity not being something that you can schedule like, like it, it almost looked to me like at, at the beginning work for you was like yeah when you have work for any person that you work for a company or whatever they say okay you need to be here nine to five or nine to three or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe at that point is when you feel some inspiration but then oh i need to get ready and go to work and do something completely different and 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 you know when you're an artist it's very hard because in the beginning you find yourself that you want to develop good art that comes from the soul like you say comes from you from within and that doesn't come on schedule it comes when it comes but at the same time you also need to make a living, obviously, to, to support yourself and everything else. So you need to have work. So that's the biggest judging and juggling of tasks that you, you were having a, a challenge with when, when you were having that kind of work. So I think yeah. maybe this was good. I mean, the, the, yes. the fact that this happened, it gave you a chance to say, okay, I'm going to leave and then just dedicate myself to, to painting. Yes, absolutely. I um, Well, you said that there is a good side to things, even when it does seem negative. Um, like for you, you're able to read and devote things, your time to things that you enjoy personally. I like that. And for me, that was painting. And for me, I wanted that. Well, before before I go on, like I want to say that uh, something I learned is like the power of honesty in every single situation and being honest with a loving intention um so no matter where i am especially when i'm painting and i'm creating and i'd say even more especially when i'm with somebody in person like i want the intent of that to be only love and in like an honest love that people would be honest and share themselves beautifully and be beautifully accepted by other people and so that's what i I hope, like, as the podcast goes on and I'm talking that, like, because I don't know, that it's been very intense, like, the past, this past time, especially with, like, the COVID pandemic. It's very, it's, it's very, it's a very intense thing. Um, but, I mean, intense things breed beautiful things. Um, and it's about getting through them. Like, living became very, very difficult in that time like in this time it's become i've found a way to share the art and to share beauty but for a while living was extremely difficult just having the droning on of every single day and i got to the point where like normally you're right you you have work you're scheduled from here to here you go in and you do it and for me i i need alone time and i needed that alone time to be able to work and to find some sense of peace in myself and then to share that with other people but it's easy to say that you love everybody when you're alone. Mm-hmm. You have to be around people to love people. You have to be able to share 
things with people to actually love people. And for a while I was in such deep isolation that like this own world that I had created for myself was like tormenting me where I was like, I would wake up, um, at like 10 PM and like work through the entire, um, night. So like I would, I was working during the night and, um, like not seeing much sunlight at all, just constantly going. And I do like 12 hour periods of just painting straight like this, like, if you go go to the paintings. So it this one right here, right on the front, um, it's two plywood panels. It's like mixed media. Um, I did collaging with paper and Polaroids and oil paint. It's flowers. I called it the flower dance. And I did it in two 12-hour periods straight painting, like one mm. day after the other. And it's just like wake up, do yoga, eat a little bit, paint until like, and I was like, I, I was sacrificing sleep. I was sacrificing eating just to paint like constantly. So, so you said that, uh, in the beginning, that's when you found the, the biggest struggle sort adaptation to, to the new kind of life that we all had. So, yeah. and, and you said that it could be extremely difficult. Yes. Give me examples of situations where you found yourself with a struggle, with being difficult. How do you well, manage those situations? How do you deal with them? How do you overcome them? What well, did you learn from those situations? I, I didn't want to live at all. Like, I, I was at the point where, like, living was so difficult that I would have rather not lived. And, like, that was very intense for me. And lots of people are feeling that now. Like, I had a friend three nights ago and she killed herself and like that's what's happening now is people feel trapped and they're so people need love they need some kind of freedom and expression and that's what that's what people need and for me that's what I needed and people need each other your friend uh, that made that decision how old was she my age she was, was one of my okay so it was your age and yeah very good that's friends and it hit me hard like I heard like two mornings ago and then I got straight to painting or I mean I didn't go straight to painting I sat there and I just kind of like took it in and felt it um I did some like yoga meditation and then I had to paint and I was like I'm gonna paint to sunrise like that's the only thing I can think because like I need to paint to sunrise and I, I went to paint the sunrise and it started turning into her slowly and I'm I'm going and I'm painting and I'm like, oh, this is looking more and more like her. And um, in the end, it became a portrait of her. Um, it's on the Instagram if you want to go to it. But I, it was it was a very difficult thing um, because I felt I had to embody that mind of people today. Like what drives a person to kill themselves? It's very intense. But if you can go through that, and come out of that, the amount of life you can give is insurmountable. It's endless. Um, like, while we have life, we have the right and I think the duty to honor that life with love and to make something beautiful of it. But right now, it's very difficult to do that. Um, but for me, I find, I find that freedom and that love in painting and sharing those paintings with people. So, so this is definitely very intense, but well, I mean, you said for you is painting and then that kind of brings your mind to a different state and, and kind of just put all your effort into, into your art, which becomes a, a, a form of uh, your expression. It's not like you say, I'm going to paint this. You just let your art flow into the painting and something I'm assuming many times you don't really know i mean sometimes you kind of plan what you're going to do but many times you don't really know what the end product is going to be because you just let your art flow and like you said with this girl you started doing something that became ended up being a portrait yes but you didn't intend to do a portrait from the beginning you yeah. basically were just kind of letting your emotions just portray or flow into the canvas basically yeah. I, so so but my my question was going to be Obviously, you guys, you're young and, you know, you have a whole life ahead of you. And, and, and I know that this, 
I can't even compare this to anything in the past. I mean, I mean, yeah, wars, whatever, um, do chart very intense too, but this is something that is affecting everybody in all in society in all Globally. over the all over the world basically so and, and it's totally unannounced and the worst thing is that you feel like you have no power to make a decision that people are making decisions for you that are totally one size fits all type thing and um uh, so i i understand it's it's really really hard but at the same time how did you find like in my case i would say you know what Tomorrow is gonna be better. What if tomorrow is is the best day of my life? I'm, I, I don't want to miss it, you know. So that kind of gives you that motivation. Sometimes you, I mean, I, I, everybody feels good days or bad days, yeah. and some days you feel like really shitty and all that stuff, and it's like fuck, well this. But you always think, oh, what if tomorrow is the day that I gonna win the lottery of life? Whatever that is, I guess it's, this happens and this happens. So that kind of motivates me. Like the sun will come up tomorrow. That tomorrow is gonna be great. Um, what, how did you find strength from within when you feel like really shitty, like, like, like it's hard, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's beautiful. Like looking to the next day, it's like sunrises really. Exactly. I, I've been doing lots of series of sunrises for that reason. Like I have a whole sunrise journal, like, like this one, um, where I just do sunrise after sunrise after sunrise. And every morning I go out. I paint the sunrise. Um, I go to this lake nearby, and I sit there. And what's <laughs> what's most um, amazing about it is it doesn't have to really mean anything. Um, it can just be beautiful, and that's life giving is to just experience something holy that is beautiful. So I go out there and I sit in the grass, and um, ants are in the grass. Um, they're biting me and but it, you know it's it's all right and there's a lake there and there's ducks and they come and uh the geese will come and they'll swoop down and there's a woman named jill and she'll come by and she feeds the geese and the ducks and i like did a drawing of her and i gave it to her um her and her husband and it was it's great i it's it's finding these little moments mm-hmm. in life that are always around but your eyes must be open to them. Um, like right now I look at the way like the light falls into the room through the windows and on the blinds and like the lines that creates in the pattern and how that's slowly shifting. And then I look mm-hmm. at the colors and how I see in here, like the colors like almost have, a, I mean the shadows almost have like a blue, like a bluish yellow um, tint to them, which is really strange to me. Um, but I think it's beautiful and all those things end up inspiring um the work that I create because it's natural and um, it's but it's about finding moments that are kind of they almost seem like they're hidden between like the cracks of life and your experience mm-hmm. um, but it's one of my friends MJ she uh, for a little while just kept repeating to herself like open your eyes a little wider and like even just when you kind of just like literally open your eyes a little wider you you see the world around you um and if you're open to that you see the beauty in it and that keeps you going that's enough um you know the sunrise is going to rise every single day what is it that you miss you you said before that um you you like to be completely honest sincere and then yeah we have to be you have to be and then love people but you also said you cannot just love people just for the heck of loving people you need to be with people to love people yes so is that where you're missing the most now the fact that you cannot interact with people face to face that you find difficulty doing that in a in a normal environment or even if you see people maybe they have in public places they have masks or whatever like you, yeah. you cannot lose that facial expression that you then when you communicate with persons well, the uh, eyes are the window to the soul, so yes, you can still <laughs> you can yes, still see quite but a bit. I'm, I'm, to me, I actually find it difficult. I like, I like smiles. I like, yes. you know, I I actually, when I talk to people, I look into the eyes, I look into the mouth, I almost read lips. I kind of like to yeah. anticipate the words before they come they come out of their mouth. Almost, it's like, oh. it's like you are almost um, guessing what they're gonna say, and and. 
uh, frankly, it's, it's a little challenging. You, you're missing, it's like, you're, it's like if I'm trying to see this piece of art, but I'm only seeing like a little, like, they pull my eyes like this and I only see a little bit. It's like, I know there's much better out there, but I just cannot see it. And, yeah. and, and that's frustrating when you talk to people, especially people that are, you know, like, like you want to have a conversation with, you know. Um, so I, I was just wondering, uh, you know, how that affects you if, if that's part of the parts that you're missing as far as your connection with people. Yes, I believe that there is an aspect of connection through creation. And when I make a painting, there is a sense of connecting when somebody feels something from that painting. And that is a very um, transcending thing that you can't really put words to exactly that the love that you pour into a painting somebody can feel um just by interacting with that painting like i think of i think of rothko like i've look at his color field paintings and like one or two will just break me down and it's just colors stacked on top of each other and it's like worlds colliding and coalescing into one another just in those colors like in worlds of your own and the world that we share in each person's own individual world and all the feelings packed into that world and it's all happening at once right there and it's just color really um but it's so profound and there is a sense of connection in painting in that way though i do miss being around people i miss seeing more people's lips as they speak and their eyes brighten up as they speak and seeing people's like body language like i'm using my hands right now to talk but like using body language to speak like that's a there's so much more to than just Mm -hmm. like a text you say sure there's um a world more uh and it's important to share the world that you have with other people and to accept people in your own world. Cause we all have like, we all have the way that we see the world, like our own perception and that our perception co-creates the world. Like mm-hmm. we got a blank canvas in front of us and then we see everything in our own way. And that creates the world and that world creates us, but we share this world with everybody else. We share that canvas with everybody else. So that's why it's important. I think to create because and with a loving intention and with as much honesty as possible because I can point to some beautiful things that maybe somebody else might not have seen. Somebody might not have seen the sunrise this morning and if I drew it, maybe they can get a little bit of light from that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... I know how much work or how much uh, soul you pour into each of your paintings. And, and it's not actually in proportion to the size of the painting. It's in proportion of the type of paintings. You may create like a, something that is relatively small yeah. size-wise, but that it totally drains you emotionally when you create it. So yeah. is, that, is that the case that when you create a painting like... Like I have my own projects. I'm not an artist for sure. Um, I have an artist eye, but I'm not anybody that can draw or do anything. But I do a lot of physical or manual projects myself, and I'm physically drained. Physically drained when I finish something that is really exhausting. But that makes sense because it's more physical. But in your case, when you have any of these paintings completed, do you feel like that emotional drain? Like you say, okay, wow, this this was intense. And now I need to take a couple of days to kind of uh, reboot my my emotions and everything, and then get started with the next one. Or how, how do you feel when when any when you finish one of your paintings? Uh, it it's different for different paintings, but sometimes I feel free, like there's something that needed to be said, needed to be portrayed, visualized, and I visualized it, and I feel a sense of satisfaction a completeness in that and I feel free in that sense other times I see all right this is the next step I get right to work on the next painting um but I mean recently I've had to force myself to slow down painting 
because I got to the point where I was doing like two or three large canvases a day, or just two or three a day. Yeah, and I, I uh, yes, and for that reason, I've like taken up journaling for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still painting, and I paint quite nearly every day. But I'd painted every single day for well that six months plus probably probably like a year maybe um i painted every single day like straight and for a while it was a a piece every day and then i got to being like maybe two pieces a day and it was like three and then i was also doing drawings and writing alongside that and it was just endless pouring out like just an endless wellspring and i but I also li- I like big paintings. Like I like them when they're big. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how how you describe? Like, do you feel like you've evolved a lot? Like you look something that you, uh, uh, some painting oh. or piece of art that you did twelve months ago, uh, sixteen eighteen months ago, and you look at something that you're doing today. Do you feel that evolution of your own art? Uh, on how would you describe it? Well, I think the whole the whole of an artist is a piece of art in its own everything connects and it's a natural progression I keep like I keep all the individual strokes that I do in a piece because it shows a progression it shows the natural growth and I'm not trying to fine-tune something to the point where it's inhuman I can't help but be human um I can't reach a sense of perfection by any of my own means so for me i value every single imperfection so i look at old work and the just yesterday i was looking at a few drawings that i had found and i I gave one to a friend um i had sold them a painting and i gave him a few drawings from the time when we were uh creating in that time and it was really amazing to see that work because it was me and it connects to what I'm doing now, like more, so much more than I could have imagined. Like I was just looking at the shapes, like how I had shaped these. Mm-hmm. I literally just put shapes with colors and it was, and now I'm doing more and more of that. And uh, I really love painting flowers, um, but I've been doing shapes a lot as well, just simple shapes. And I think as far as evolving over time, uh, I think, I've evolved into a more controlled childlike awe and wonder at anything that's wonderful. Um, Being able to perceive such wonder and transmute it into something sensible that people can understand and can see for themselves it's about taking something that is impossible to discern almost um for me that's love like and i try to simplify it find a simple form and make it accessible do you have any um i'm sure you do but um what artist or painters inspire you or you know you follow more like like you feel more connected to i van gogh was absolutely like Mm -hmm. uh, i can see that he was like the initial the door that i walked through into creating so i love van gogh i talked about rothko a bit his work is intensely spiritual and it's beautiful and it's simple anybody can understand a rothko painting for the reason that there is nothing really to understand it's just it's an experience itself seeing those paintings i love yayoi kasuma her heart in creating she does lots of polka dots and lots of repetition Mm -hmm. repetition and that's another thing in this time is repetition same thing every day same thing but if you can find peace in that um it's really amazing and i think she has uh yeah, I think she is sort of 
she's laying the groundwork for a lot of art that is to come. Uh, she's still alive now. Um, so is David Hockney. I like David Hockney. Um, <laughs> he likes big paintings too. And I really love Picasso uh, for his shapes. Like he, studying Picasso, I was able to see how simplifying, like you can simplify things down to simple shapes. Everything, everything is just shapes and colors. Mm -hmm. And then you get to play with that. You get to kind of manipulate that and um, create a visual journey through a painting by how the shapes point to one another and lead you into a space to where you are again ex seeing the painting as an experience like you're not seeing a picture of an experience like no you are your experience is inside that painting and your affiliation with that painting in the moment what you feel how you move through the painting so before the we start recording, you were showing me uh, one of your paintings that you sold to a friend uh, for his apartment, and uh, I had to think that even though that is satisfying that your art is selling and you're selling it to people, that is also kind of like letting a little child just get away and, and saying, because when you see the painting on the wall, the person that sees mm -hmm. is oh, it's a nice painting on the wall, but you have so much background. It's kind of like when you saw a picture, a picture of your vacation. And you are so so enthused yeah. to your own picture, saying, "Yeah, this is where I went. I went to this vacation. Look at this beautiful picture." And then nobody likes to see, look at pictures of somebody else's vacation because it's like, "Okay, beautiful. Yeah, you're in front of this monument, whatever." For you, it means nothing. It's just a picture, and you have to smile just because it's your friend's picture. But for you, it has a lot of emotions around the picture. You know, like it, it reminds you of what happened before, how you got there, the smiles, the the experience, the whole thing. So for you, your your paintings obviously have a lot of emotion behind it that you are actually just letting go and cutting that cord and saying, "Good luck." <laughs> you know, hopefully you'll go <laughs> to well, a good home. The paintings can handle themselves, and when I I want to share paintings all that I can, right? And I don't see it as letting go. I see it as as though maybe I went into some secret flower field that's not so secret and I built a bouquet and I said, here, and let's put it up on your wall. Yeah. Let's let other people see it. Let's get more of these up. Let's get the paintings around and let people feel love from it because people are part of the painting in the sense that they create that painting for themselves the painting's new every single time but I, I, every I, every person who sees this yeah sees it differently exactly and it makes a new but i feel like every painting should have should come with a little maybe a little flyer or some kind of handout saying this is how i became or how this painting came about you know like oh yeah you know like saying uh i got this painting and it's if i get this i say okay this is beautiful but you tell me Okay, let me tell you something about this painting. It was this time... I'll, t I'll tell you some stuff about a painting. Yeah. Uh, scroll down. Uh, you remember Joel? There, right there. Uh, I remember him, yeah. Yeah. So, he commissioned that from me. Yeah. And that would go up just a little bit. No, no, no. Like, down. So, it takes up the whole thing. Oh, I'll click on it. Sure. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. He commissioned that from me um, like a while back. By uh, the way, that's very good. That's very much what he looks like. Yeah. I hope he's happy. Well. Because I remember him. Yeah. 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 Yes. So he, he commissioned that from me. And that was like the first thing I, I think I, in a sense, sold. Because he paid me right up front. He was like, here you go. And I, I couldn't give him a price because I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, your like price I is something you haven't done yet. I was like, I haven't sold a painting. He's like, so he gave me $333. And 333 Yeah, <laughs> in cash. And I was like, this is great. Right, How do you come up with that number? <laughs> it's a beautiful number. It's three. I, I, I do lots of work in threes and uh -huh. sevens. Um, okay. They're very completing holistic numbers. And he paid me that. 
and I got to work on it. And I was going, I was going, I was going. And then he started getting sicker and sicker. And uh, it, gave, it became more and more difficult to work on the painting because I, would, I was seeing him um, becoming more and more sick physically while still having so much life in him and so much youthful life in him. And it became difficult to work on the painting. and I couldn't for a little while. And then he got really sick and then ended up having to like go away and then I never really heard from him again and I got a voicemail and that was it and I was like wow I don't because he was like one of my best friends it still is I'd say like it's the, the what a person like shares with you in their life it's just it stays with you um and I so I went back to working on the painting and I finished painting his, like, his physical body, like, his uh-huh. face, his hair, his shirt. And then it started kind of, like, kind of at, at his shoulder, like, yeah. turning up into this almost, like, his, yeah. his, like, aura, his, like, spirit. And then it went into where I left empty canvas for that unknowing. That whole white there is just blank canvas because I don't know what happened to him. I just suddenly stopped hearing from him so i left it as blank canvas um yeah so he never got the paint or no i still have the painting i don't did did she not reply to you or anything or i don't know i mean no he left me a voicemail and then um he was at a place like getting better because he had to get surgery they had to like kind of yeah they, he, heal him up and huh. it, uh but i don't know okay but what i can say is that i captured every ounce of beauty and spirit and soul in him and I, that's what i want people to see and that's who he was wow that's a story well hopefully we'll, we'll see him back i remember him seeing him almost every day it was super yes. nice too so yeah yeah it's, that's that's the thing that i was telling you about that these times i i, I remember other friends i won't name them here but i mean we we had a good group of friends that we used to hang out together all the time and i lost track of much of most of them i mean i keep in track in, in, in touch with you obviously text messages anthony you know our common friend too i'm gonna actually probably see him later um but there's other people that i met there or i that we used to hang out together that i i don't know and and it's funny because some of them I don't even have their contacts, so it's not like I've been out of touch on purpose or something. If I have a phone number or something, I would text them, hey, hopefully you're doing well or something, but it's just that you're used to seeing some people or some friends that you see regularly on, on, in person, and then you never actually bother to say, hey, let me give you your phone number because you're going to see them. And then all of a sudden you stop seeing them and you don't know what happened to them. So it's just the the whole situation has been very, very um, strange. So, yes. But let me ask you, even though this might be kind of a silly question after all the things that you've said, but uh, what do you do when you're not painting? I mean, how do you, because um, obviously you've been painting so much that maybe you just sleep and then <laughs> everything mm-hmm. else is painting. But what else uh, motivates you? What else, not motivates, but what else attracts you as far as how you spend time when you're not actually painting? If you say, okay, well, I'm going to do something, I'm going to, I don't know, sightseeing, travel, read a book, watch TV, go to, I mean, watch a movie, hang out with friends. Yeah. What is your life like? What is a day in the life of uh, Bjorn Benson? What is a day in the when, life when of he's not painting? When you're not just uh, in front of the canvas? Yeah. There's many things that I must do um, that are just simple living. And for me, that's like I wake up, I do yoga. I do yoga like three or four times a day. It's what kind like, of yoga do you do? Just like a spiritual um, meditation well, type? I mean, or? I can show the camera right now. <laughs> 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 um, I do, I have like a set routine that I go through every time. Okay. It's about like 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. And um, it's like, a, I suppose it's like, I've done some study of yoga, but mainly I kind of just crafted it. Um from what I felt and like learning from people here and there. Um, but I guess it's like vinyasa 
Um, I don't really know. Um, so I do I do yoga first thing when I wake up in the morning. Um, what time is that? When do you normally wake up? This morning I woke up. I was surprised up. this morning you texted me like at 7 or something. I'm like, wow, I well, thought you were a night owl and uh, you're texting me at 7. I wake <laughs> up at 5 or so, so it doesn't bother me. But yes. uh, the, I didn't, uh, I don't know if she was an exception for the day or. <laughs> well, this this morning I woke up at 4.30. Okay. I've been waking up at about 4.30 to 5 in the mornings um, to see the sunrise. Okay. Uh, for a long time I was through the nights. I had a weird sleep schedule where I was like awake for like like 40 hours straight and then i'd sleep for like like 15 like like 15 hours and yeah. then I'd stay awake for another like 30 something wow. it was it was very like not consistent and not very healthy for me so i was like i need to live healthy so i'll do yoga yoga is a very healthy thing i love to cook Really, like, I absolutely love cooking. <laughs> really, wow, uh, that's impressive. Like yesterday, I need, to, uh, I need to invite you over more frequently. Anyway, I hate I'll, cooking. <laughs> I'll, I'll make I'll make some. Stuff. What kind of uh, cooking do you like to do? Well, yesterday I made this. I made two things. I made like this mushroom stew. Um, I used some like leftover like kind of like broth sort of uh-huh. thing from. Um, it was like it's almost like a soup, um, and it's just it's so tasty it's like all spiced up real nice and then nice. i i mix some like mushrooms in there and then cut up some um uh what, what was it uh i don't know some kind of sausage and then i i cook that together and so then do I you made, um, i do love you work- improvise it or do you just or you do you wing it or do you say today i'm going to make this dish oh i like to make something i like to make it new every time so like i'll okay. spice it differently every okay. time i love making eggs and then like wrapping things in eggs and things like that but I mean, I don't eat a ton. Like, I eat what I need to. Yeah. And I really like eating eggs and vegetables. And um, I eat, like, a keto diet. So, it's, like, low you carbs. Do? Okay. And it's just, it found that, I found that that's what works for my body. Like, I get the most amount of energy and only need to eat what I need. Mm-hmm. And I find that, like, my I can kind of just, I have my own center that I don't, need food for energy like i need food to live and mm-hmm. i need food to give me and en- i do need food for energy but i don't go to food well it's it's, it's your fuel it's your fuel yeah. for for your day um and uh yeah. no i mean keto is i've done a lot of different types of uh i wouldn't say diet in the sense of trying to lose weight because that's not my problem obviously but um i've done a lot of uh, different nutrition tests and tries to optimize the performance of my body in different areas yeah, not yeah. just physically but also mentally energy yes. and things like that just to be just like just like i mean you know my background in racing and all that stuff but yeah. i do the same thing with my body i i like to perform at the maximum level in all uh, circumstances and then i said okay well my fuel needs to be the best too so i try to experiment with different things different routines i'm i'm also an early morning person i five o'clock five fifteen yeah, really jump out of bed I'm not even like, oh, no, no, I never even have to use an alarm to wake up. That's good. Never. I mean, it's, I used to have it, and then it's like, by the time I have coffee or something, it's when it goes off, and I say, well, I don't need this alarm, so I just turn them off. But I, I, I've been always like that. But in the evenings, I like to obviously get at least at least six hours of sleep, you know? I mean, they say that. Yeah, I'm, well, the, I'm the same. Right. So, but that's important. I mean, sleeping is important for your body to reestablish itself and build the immune it system is. and everything. So you don't don't skimp on that. I mean, it's it's important, f- especially these days, to to yeah. have a good sleeping uh, time for your your body to uh, restore. You know. Yeah. I'll I'll say my favorite thing to do when I'm not specifically painting or creating. Um, like I'm always seeing. I'm always looking everything i'm taking it in even when i'm creating sometimes i'm just watching my hand move but i just like to sit in the grass and like literally just feel the grass feel the sun on Mm -hmm. me um like that like it it feels like that you know just look look up into like an empty blue sky watch the sun rise into it yeah, lots of that here in Arizona, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's the most beautiful thing. And like, yeah, you can't, you can't get enough of it. Like I was driving here and like all the clouds were like scattered, like 
We right. have these beautiful sunsets here. I mean, sunrise is nice too, but it's a little. Uh, sun, it depends on you have texture on the sky with the clouds, and, and I have a lot of little time lapses that I do because I'm also usually working out early in the morning in my backyard. And I see the sunrise, and if it's just a clean blue sky sunrise, it's okay. But if it's with like clouds and you start seeing the texture changing, like you said, the shadows changing and the, yes. and the hues and the paint and the colors, I put the camera, my phone there with a uh, time lapse. And then I'm working out for an hour and a half or so, and then I see the whole time lapse, and it's so beautiful. Moves, clouds moving in and out, and yeah. rushing for the day. It's almost like rush hour in the sky, you know, like yeah. <laughs> all the clouds trying to organize and get to where they're supposed <laughs> to be, and the sky, the, you know, the sun coming up. But the sunsets here are beautiful. I mean, it's just yeah. uh, at this time of the year, uh, when we're getting into the fall, um, the 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 sun, the color of the sun is like like that. I mean, it's like red, you yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's awesome. I just did a sunset last, no, two nights ago. Yeah. And it was just pure red. I know. And there's lots of, I mean, there's lots of symbolism in that as well. Um, mm -hmm. It's a sign of newness, like a, a new beginning. Um, like that's, that's what a red sun is. Um, I think we need, we need that. But I do enjoy the red suns. I like my journal is like primarily even like I have a sunrise journal, but then this yeah. one ends up being sunrises too. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, here's, yeah, that's the red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah I David and I were, um, were, um, watching it. He was trying playing some basketball in the backyard stuff. And, uh, and I was actually swimming. And then, um, he says, look, look, look. And I actually thought it was so red. And it was kind of between the clouds. And I thought there was like a fire in the distance or something. Yeah. And I looked and it's like, oh, was that a fire or something? Yeah. And it was just the sun. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a fire. Like yeah. If, well, it's a big fireball in the distance. Far many away, light years away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's discuss. Let's talk about business a little bit. So, yes. beautiful paints. How do we get into people? Are you? What is your plan? I mean, what do you see your art um, work? What are your goals in the next, uh, let's say, 6, 12, 18, two years, months? Um, how do you get this art to the people? And, and what is it, that, what plan do you have? Or what would you like to be in an ideal situation? I want to see my art everywhere. Anywhere I can. Anywhere somebody is feeling love, I want them to be with the painting. But you have to pick specific places. And right now... There's lots of sharing happening online. So I have the website. I share from the website. I have, it's a gallery. And right now I'm working on the back end stuff for selling paintings from there. I've been doing pricing for paintings and figuring out how I'm going to ship paintings and that whole deal. So I will be selling from the website so people can get paintings from there uh there's also instagram where i share lots of work and right no obviously uh full disclosure our agency mgr uh created the website for beyond yes. about a year and a half ago or something right yeah i forgot when we did thank this. you it's yeah. the biggest blessing in that yeah website. no i mean i really believed in you from day one that i saw you so i'm, I'm uh, obviously we created and then he's he's been working on it uh like you said behind the scenes and uploading more art and everything but uh, if you go to his website, or hopefully you guys will go to his website, it's uh, BjornBenson.com. And Bjorn is spelled as the Swedish name, uh, B-J-O-R-N. And Benson is also Swedish, as your yes. background is B-E-N-G-T-S-S-O-E-O-N, -S -S -E -E yep. Benson. Um, anyways, we'll put it in the show notes, um, but it's, I definitely recommend that you guys go to this website. It's yes. no BS. It's all artwork. I mean, he's not going to have... It's all basically different categories. You can go see his logo, which he designed, by the way, his handwritten signature. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you can see basically drawings, pastels, paintings, and prismatics. That's a very interesting category, by the way. I'm not sure you're still doing those. 
but that's every, so often. every now and then. But no, that's a very unique um, uh, category, the uh, prismatics. And then you have at the bottom the feed for his Instagram feed, which is also where he does most of the updates. Yeah, He has a very interesting page that yeah. uh, you don't want to miss it because he actually refreshes it every now and then. I just found out because he had a lot of posts and, uh, and all of a sudden they disappear. And then they started posting new fresh stuff. So yes. uh, every single day I put what I'm working on, on the stories. Yeah. And then I document it. There. Yeah. So like, uh, his, his stories are <laughs> the most elaborate stories that I've seen for a, a daily person. I mean, he actually has them by date, like 826, 2020, 825, 824, 823. So there's basically a story for each date. And and you can go back. So that's a very I, I haven't seen that kind of um, story organization from pretty much anybody. But yeah. if you want to see what is a day in his life, just just go to uh, we can go to eight twenty six, which was yesterday. Yes. When I open this to the public with your permission, since yes, it's public, and we see this. Um, yeah, I was typing up some writings at a coffee shop. Right, and, and this is actually I'm gonna pause it. This is. Um, him actually this painting you just saw this is the one that we yes. mentioned before right just you sold it to a yesterday friend. right so yeah. this is the the painting and the hanging on the painting on your friend's wall which is yes. like an event in itself and yeah. that's when you say and he's he's an artist as well and he's tagged in the post right so that's, that's yesterday and then the next um, story that comes up I, I have this vision right yeah do you want to hear about it okay yeah for sure I, cause right now I see so many artists around myself and so many people who are just absolutely beyond themselves with talent and heart and soul. Like there are artists all around and all these artists need a space where they can share with other artists what it is they're creating. So I have this sort of dream of a, like an artist collective in a sense, to where, because I see, I see it almost like a web where not every point, not every person connects to every single other person, but we are all connected in this web where I am doing work similar to this person, um, this person's doing work similar to this person, and I'm doing work similar to that person. And like it all, all of our work feeds into one another. So I hope to open something up where me and all these artists who are my friends, who are my beautiful friends making beautiful art, like Gabby, she is doing some of the most wonderful work um, with like Right. I remember she, she was a um, close friend of yours and she's also a very, very talented artist. I, I never forget this. Uh, there was a table at the uh, this yeah. coffee shop that we used to gather, a uh, typical wood table with a glass top. But then underneath, there was a bunch of little drawings yeah. that were from both of you, I'm assuming. Yes. And I could tell some of them were her style, some of them were your style. Yeah. But it was very cool because you would go there. I mean, the table wasn't big. It was maybe, I don't know, like maybe two feet by two feet or something, square yeah. table. And they had the glass top. But then underneath, you guys, there was little drawings from like sketches and books. And every day, there were like new drawings. It was kind of cool because you go there. And then sometimes I was there when when you guys were lifting the glass and yeah. putting the new ones and all that <laughs> stuff. And I was, I was so, so cool to see, you know, this artist just having fun and then drawing something that was very cool and then just slapping it there. Like, okay. I yeah. mean, people could take it if they wanted we to. We ended up, I told, I told him, I was like, hey, like, we're just going to leave these here. If anybody wants them, it's theirs. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but you took your paintings, obviously, right? Oh, so I took those, the paintings, yeah. Yeah, okay. And that's the one, one of the ones I sold yeah. yesterday. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Gabby's doing great work. Yeah, well, well, uh, actually, you know, I think uh, maybe another day we could have uh, you and Gabby together because that'd be fantastic. This is when when one plus one equals three. So when when yeah. the two of them get together, I like that. Yeah, this <laughs> is, this is not a this is where math breaks. When these two guys, guy and girl, basically get together, they are more than the sum of both. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like to um, I like to see her. I don't have that much, obviously, friendship with her. I just see her, but um, yeah. but I see her art and I see how you guys still cooperate uh, as far as you know painting things. Together. Maybe we'll be working together, all three of us. Yeah, if we do end up doing 
Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So, all right, so follow uh, Bjorn. Uh, let's, you want to go through, um, what do you prefer? I, I want to kind of highlight a couple of your uh, pieces, late pieces. Uh, I can talk. Do you want to stay on Instagram or go to your website? Let's go to the website. We can see all right, so let's there. go back to the website. Sorry, guys, for those of you listening. You need to watch this and actually, you know, like I said, go to his website yourself. But uh, all right, so we're back on your website. <laughs> and uh, so which category? We're going to go to uh, paintings. Uh, paintings. Um, all right, so we have this one. And yeah, then do that one. Now you can do the first one, if you want, or you can pick one. I'm trying to. I'm trying to reacquaint myself with your paintings because since we uh, did this for you, it's like they're all new now. So, yeah. so this one, <clears throat> so this one has like is this Polaroids or something? Yes. Or I can talk. I, I I wanted to document the creative process and make the creative process mm-hmm. the final product. Okay. So I polarized so myself. This is like multiple panels. It looks like or well, two plywood panels. Okay. Um, forty-eight by forty-six. So for a total of ninety-six, yeah, about by eight feet wide, and uh, forty-eight times two, ninety-six. Yes. So, so 90, ninety-six by forty-six. Yeah. So that's eight feet by. Uh, almost four feet mm-hmm. almost eight by four but horizontal yeah yeah uh, so this is plywood in the background and then these are pieces yes yeah, so i paint with my hands quite often uh-huh um so i would <laughs> yeah um, uh, I, you you will never see bjorn with clean hands he they're clean just have some paint on it there's <laughs> there's paint <laughs> right here yeah, yeah, yeah um, that's been like uh uh, you know, trust me, he washes his hands all the time, but some of the paint uh, just stays there. So The oil paint, it doesn't yeah, yeah, I put on a clean shirt for today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. pants, they've got paint on them. So do my shoes. Uh, so do my, my bag. Yeah, I had you, to clean you, some paint off. You can't be mistaken for a car mechanic or anything like that. He's uh, He has all kinds of colors. Yeah. So so this one, uh, so it's plywood, uh, pieces that you draw and they're glued to the wall or how you yes. uh, so i would paint with my hands and then i would wipe off to clean my hand because using a brush is i don't like cleaning the brushes and yeah. i don't have enough money to buy an absurd amount of brushes so i use my hands paint and i wipe it off on a piece of paper uh-huh. and then i save those pieces of paper oh i see and so then, these are the strokes are yes. you wiping your fingers and your hands because yeah. ah. I, I use yellow i switch to pink i clean the pink off i switch to blue right. clean. and so i saved all those scraps and then i ripped them and i cut them very deliberately to create a sort of motion through the painting yeah yeah, like yeah, this yeah. and then breaks free right here and this is where you see that the beginning of the creative process uh-huh. when I was literally taking a photo of myself, um, <laughs> like taking the Polaroid that I had just taken of myself painting and putting that onto the painting and then taking another Polaroid of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a very cyclical process where yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I captured it in the exact moment that it was happening. And then I used that to make the final product to where the painting is not really a final it's like constantly creating it so right let me explore quick through a few that i want uh, to well see well. it's some kind of uh, what is it some galactic starlight yeah starlight see this stuff yeah. is, is uh beautiful i love that stuff yeah. that's what people like is that yeah that mi- minimal they like it they can understand do you have it. the one that was at the uh the coffee shop, the mural that you had, that was the one that you did the time lapse for. Lamb? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, still, is it still on the website or not? It is. There's lots of paintings. I mean, you're going to have to scroll down a bit. Yeah, I mean, this thing it. is full. I mean, there's like oh. lots of them. Hey, that wait, one was go, so go, go, go. That's a real living sunflower. Yeah, yeah. That I put onto the can. I cut out scraps of a. Yeah. And then. That one that That's I'm talking sunflower. about, you actually did a time lapse of the, uh, the. He he creates also Bjorn creates this sometimes uh, time lapse of the whole process of painting, which it could be sometimes two days. I mean, I know that you. I mean, I've seen some of those, and you you start painting, and then you cannot take a break and s- sleep right in front of your baby or your paint. I have, and then you continue I have painting. Done that. I have fallen asleep like outside painting on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. And and your phone is your phone or however you film them is kind of rolling still. <laughs> I wish to take care of myself and take care of my body and honor my body. So 
I I sleep I sleep healthy now. Yeah. I've I've learned um and I've grown in that way. And that's important. So we need to uh rescue those uh time lapses that you you said that you have them on your phone still oh, I've, and I've uh, got them. I've got them. I wanted to uh I wanted to. I, I think I mentioned to you about creating your uh, YouTube channel and putting them all there or something. But yeah. I'm not sure. If I have some. On, I do have a YouTube channel. And I have some of them on there. Um, I do have the lamb painting on there. Okay. Yeah, we'll kind of discuss and that others. later because I definitely think those are, especially when people buy those yeah. pieces. Yeah. Though I did a series. I'm still sort of in it. It's called Windows, and uh, I feel like it captures the sort of trapping of this time where it's. Like we're looking through windows constantly, um, whether it be our phones, mm-hmm. whether it be the windows of our cars, our homes. Yeah. Um, you see all this and it's 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 there and you get to interact with it. But see, this one I like to. Yeah, that's a triptych. Um, yeah. That was like a color fields. I, I, I absolutely love that painting too. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's clean. Yeah, this this three set. Oh yeah, are very very uh to put them together. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that those could look nice on that wall right yeah. there. Yeah, this is kind of cool too. The uh, how many sunrises? Yes, how many sunrises? Connecting the dots, the red light, the red sun. My love. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I definitely uh, want people to go. We've been talking for almost an hour now, over an hour. It's wow. incredible. So, um. It's a good talk. Yeah, yeah, but um, I wanted to get a little more into the. Uh, so, are you uh, oh, contacting yeah. um, art galleries or every day? Every day, I'm okay. putting my work out there to galleries. All right, and what what kind of response do you get? Well, I started that maybe like a w- two weeks ago, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Um, I have one. I mean, I have. Well, this is different. I have a poem that's like gonna get published in a haiku journal. They're posting in a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it's called 50 haikus okay. um, and the poem is called clouds yeah. uh, so I have a haiku getting published there that's pretty cool and then there's another uh, magazine that's publishing a painting that sunrise to sunset in Topanga painting um, so that's really cool it's called after happy hours the magazine and then uh, other than that it's I'm just beginning these contacts is with this galleries. so far locally meaning phoenix area arizona or are you also contacting our galleries in um, california or some other states london california okay anywhere okay good i like anywhere people are down for the work let's get it there you know i was thinking you have a swedish background i think it's two generations behind you um and i think your art because it's very um, modern, abstract, and also with a southern, southwest um, motif. I think it will be good to promote it also in in some Swedish um, uh, galleries or be or locations. Yes. Especially your name is also full yeah. Swedish, obviously. So I would definitely be interested in, if, in seeing if you get any kind of response from Stockholm or or any other major um, yeah Gothenburg or um art galleries in uh in uh, i have a couple of clients that are in in sweden uh even though they're not in the art part they're more in the fashion but um i don't know if i can um fashion uh, is art yeah uh they're very closely connected yeah art and fashion are coming so close together i mean they're coming so connected lately um and then that's another option that i wanted to talk to you after the podcast but uh, yeah art and fashion are two basically they are together i mean the the fashion is just like an avenue for art to display itself i think and uh absolutely and i've been uh, doing cutouts like my my ho- my like cadmium yellow hoodie has an angel cut out mm-hmm. with felt in different colors yeah. sewn onto the back of it and it's beautiful it's fantastic so that's good there's so much you can do with fashion but yeah. yes really like if you have clients you know um working in fashion i would love to speak with them i would yeah. love to talk with them um anybody listening can contact me through yeah, the exactly. website give us give us your uh, all your information i want to put it on the uh, show notes and everywhere that we post it just so you know uh well you know but uh, the podcast everybody knows is is primarily on youtube that's what we do most since we started doing video podcasts but um the show notes on youtube are very uh-huh. uh complete 
they they have all the mm-hmm. information on the things that we talk about and all the links and everything. And then obviously it goes to Spotify and Apple Podcast and everywhere else. But uh, in addition to some of the websites, and then we'll put a link on his own website to this to this podcast too. But aside from yeah. that, where, where else can people find your art and follow you? I, I want them to start following well, you on Instagram. And there's everything. Instagram and that's Bjorn Banks. So that's B-J-O-R-N-B-E-N-G-T-S-S. And then on there you can DM me. And then, I mean, for the podcast, like if somebody's really interested you said it's in the show notes i can put all the information like my email and like yeah well I can this put, is the um I don't this is the uh, instagram just one more time is bjorn benz like his name but just without the last uh, o-n so it's b-j-o-r-n b as in boy e-n-g-t as in tom s-s um so yeah. i will definitely follow him he has like daily stories on are uh, a very very cool he'll probably do a story on this podcast too uh, later today so today's the 27th he doesn't have anything uh posted just yet so um that's great Bjorn. I, I definitely don't want to wait another year to uh to catch up with you so yeah you want to do a live story right now yeah i'll do a little story the, the, the story on the podcast yeah we'll start i'll start with the camera okay but i love making the stories um so here we are doing a podcast with Manuel, MGR Agency. Can you scroll up look at the painting? It's beautiful, beautiful. And when will they be able to listen to the podcast? Oh, uh, this will be ready by Friday morning, tomorrow morning. So I have my homework to do this afternoon. Beautiful. I'll have it up then. Yeah, it'll be Friday morning uh, by 10 o'clock. It'll be posted on YouTube and on all the uh, podcast networks. So go to uh, watch it on the MGR Agency channel on YouTube. Fantastic. All right, beautiful. When is the story going to be ready? <laughs> I, like to do, I like to do like little edits and like, like you can put music in those stories and you can put photos. In yeah, yeah, like yeah. Really, it's an art form. Oh, yeah. It's a whole, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, no, a lot of people don't realize that good stories, and we do them for advertising too, but Good stories are like a whole mini production. You're yeah. creating like a little mini commercial in, in basically 10, 10 seconds, which is more difficult than doing a 30 second commercial. Or yeah. Or like I'll, I'll take like, cause you're yeah. right. Like you have to take something that's very, yeah. You have to say a lot with a little, right. And you have to make it understandable, but also very idiosyncratic. A good story is the one that makes people want more and the story ends rather than the one that people are going to swipe saying uh, in the first two seconds. So that's bad. Yeah. So, all right, Bjorn, thanks for joining me today. Like I said, I, I definitely want to catch up me. with you. I'm, I'm so happy that we were able to reconnect after six months. Uh, I promise you will not be six months before we connect again. It's probably going to be more like six days. But uh, thanks for coming. I uh, really enjoyed um, listening to you again, your story, your your inspiration. I think is is yeah. is awesome. Especially if I, I see you. I mean, you're a young guy uh, compared for me compared to me for sure. But I mean, you are you have so much um, depth, you know, for a person that young, and and that's very inspirational for me too. So uh, thanks for coming and. Yeah. Um, Can I- We'll keep in touch. And uh, that's it, everybody. Wait, wait, wait. I want to say just peace, love, and beauty. Have a beautiful day, everybody listening. Um, Thanks for listening. You're beautiful. You're lovely. And uh, have a good day. All right. Thanks, Bjorn. See you, bud. Bye.